Welcome back to Champion Your Life with me, Leanne Champion, the podcast where we think through and break down and process our lives together. In today's podcast, we're going to be talking about how to handle the emotional seasons of our lives. And it's kind of perfect as we're beginning to head into winter. Just like we go through seasons, right, throughout the year, even in one day, we can have many different seasons, if you will, of emotion. We can experience joy and sorrow and excitement, shame, anger, worry, all in just one day. And I was reflecting on this As I was recently was out in California to see my mom, she's 97 years old and she has led an extraordinary life. She has raised five children, but is now in the twilight years and clearly declining. And I remember feeling such a myriad of emotions. Of course, love led the way, gratitude, and I was really filled with a lot of sorrow as well. And yet, the irony was I was simultaneously planning a bridal shower for one of my nieces. Of course, that experience was just filled with such fresh joy and excitement, right? But I was really struck over that weekend that I had so many emotions occurring all at the same time. And I was just doing my level best just to notice them all, to allow them all and to feel them all, especially around my mom aging. And that sense that every single moment with her is just so precious. So in this episode, I want to discuss how to listen and how to allow all of your emotions, but also explain why it matters that we do. Susan David, you might have heard of her. She's the author of Emotional Agility. She has this beautiful quote, and she says, our emotions are data, not directives. So our emotions are data, not directives. So interesting, right? She encourages us to think of them like bits of information just to process, to listen to, but not necessarily respond to. We all, as humans, experience so many difficult emotions from time to time. And this is often when we get ourselves in a bit of a pickle because we often treat our emotions as if they're our enemies and not our allies. And when we relate to our emotions in this way, what we tend to do is just have this kind of knee-jerk response And it's often just to suppress or fight against those emotions so we don't have to feel them. We'd prefer to ignore them, right? Even deny them. And sometimes they just can be so overwhelming that we're paralyzed by them. So I want you to take a moment as I'm speaking to think about this in your own life. I'm sure you've had this experience too. Say, for example, you're feeling a bit angry or frustrated about something, right? And you haven't quite pinpointed what it is exactly quite yet, but you continue on, you know, deciding that you're just going to ignore it and get on with life. You really 
just don't want to feel whatever it is you're feeling. And then, so funny how this happens, all of a sudden someone does something really, really small and you just end up unleashing your rat. Been there? All that pent up frustration or anger or overwhelm just, you know, comes pouring out. It's much like the beach ball that I've been talking about for several episodes. You know, the one that just keeps popping up. Remember the beach ball that you just keep pushing underwater so you don't have to acknowledge whatever it is you're feeling, right? But you know, it's really interesting. Dr. Brene Brown points this out over and over in her work. That when we try to numb our emotions, it always backfires. She goes on to explain that if you try to numb sadness or fear or shame, you inadvertently end up numbing joy and love and all the other positive emotions as well. You know, I, it makes me think that we all we would just all end up being cautiously numb about everything. But if we learn to approach our emotions in a different way by seeing them as our allies rather than our enemies, then we can just bring a mindful, gentle awareness to them. They're suddenly not so scary. We also create the space to just listen to that particular emotion just to find out what it has to teach us. So today I just want to, I want you to learn a very simple three-step process for learning to listen to your emotions. And this practice will allow you to regulate emotions in a very healthy and helpful way and will also help you to access the wisdom they may have to show you. Again, I really just want you to remember that our emotions are energy within us that holds very valuable information about our needs and our values and our general well-being. So, in other words, what's okay for us and what's not okay for us. Again, so here's our very simple three-step process to listening to your emotions. When you feel a difficult emotion, you're going to finish these three following sentences. I feel... I need, and I want. And you can do this by saying them out loud mentally, or I always think it's always best to write things down because we, as people, always gain more clarity around anything when we see it on paper. So step one, I feel. I feel is where you name the emotion, a simple way of acknowledging it. So here, for instance, you might say to yourself after a particularly rough week, I feel so sad. Acknowledging the emotion helps us to unhook from it and just get a little bit of mental space. In the psychology world, they call this process cognitive labeling. And studies have shown that when we can recognize and literally name our feelings and have a complete awareness around them, there is decreased activity in the amygdala, a part of the brain that regulates our emotions. Interesting, right? So in other words, naming our emotions clinically allows us to process and move through 
to a more peaceful state. I think it's huge to know this. So again, your first sentence is, I feel, and then fill it in. Step two, your second sentence starts with, I need. I need is where you will be exploring what unmet need might be causing this emotion. For instance, if you're feeling lonely, you might realize you just need more connection in your life. So simply say, I need more connection. Let's move to step three. Your final sentence begins with, I will. Now, I will, it's interesting, it becomes your plan of action. It gets you thinking of real steps to get your needs met. So if you're feeling lonely, you might say to yourself, I will call my friends and I will make some plans. You see what I mean? You see how this works? So your healthy mind management practice for this week is the next time you feel a difficult emotion, use these steps. I I feel, I need, I will. Simple to remember, but I really want you to give it a try. When we listen and when we respond to our emotions like this, they are not only regulated and expressed in a more healthy way, but they also can become our teachers and our guides. In closing, I I really want you to adopt this concept. I want you to remember to really all of our emotions are valuable valuable. All of them are important and they are our allies and not our enemies. Just think of how things might change for you with this simple perspective shift. Because what do we have, my dear, dear friends? We only have this one precious life and I want you to all begin to live it to its fullest. You've been listening to Champion Your Life, the podcast where we champion our lives together. If you need help, please reach out. I I would be honored to guide you. Go to my website, Champion Your Life. And again, it would be my honor to work with you. Godspeed.